Hello, welcome to Lakewood Vineyards podcast. We're in our series, Teach Us to Pray. And today I have with me Chelsea Britt, who her and her family are a wonderful part of our church family. And we're here to have a conversation on prayer. But before we jump into that, um, I just want to say hello. And Chelsea, if you want to introduce yourself a bit. I'm Chelsea. Um, excuse my voice. I'm fighting a bug that many of you are fighting as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, my family and I, um, my husband, Josiah, and little Levi have been part of Vineyard for the last, I think, coming up on two years, maybe. Um, we have another little one on the way, officially six months along today, which is <laughs> exciting. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be here, talk about prayer. Awesome. Well, um, today we are in the beginning still of our series on prayer. And on Sundays, we've been going through, um, we will be going through different types of prayer. And we've been looking at um, just the posture of prayer and how we come to prayer. Um, And in our groups, we're also going through um, some postures of prayer. And so in this podcast, um, we're going to be having conversations with a few different people from the church family to look at these different postures of talking to God. Um, talking with God, listening to God, and being with God as our groups go through um, that material using material from Practicing the Way. But today, um, we're going to be opening up looking at the posture of prayer and talking to God. And so, Chelsea, as we jump into this topic today, I'd love for you to share a bit of your prayer story um, and how you've experienced prayer and connecting with God in your journey. Yeah, so... um... I would say we will rewind about 16 years or so (laughs) back to when I was 18. I was at this point in life where I grew up in the church. Um, I never didn't believe in God or like have a value for those values. Um, But I would say that I I wasn't walking in relationship because I didn't know what that actually was, um, what that looked like. And really, I believed in a lot of separation from God. Um, And that's not something I would confess. That's something in my heart. I didn't believe he was really here with me. Um, So anyway, at that age, um, I just hit a point really of pain. Um, Pain is a good motivator. Um, Where I decided I was going to try him out without telling anybody. Um, very intentionally, secretly, so that I couldn't be talked into anything. I don't want to be talked out of anything. I wanted it to really be God or bust. So at that time, um, how I approached it, I knew enough to know. I knew about David. I knew how messy he was before God, um, you know, how raw and unfiltered you could be. And I just kind of felt like I was at the point where I had nothing to lose. I remember sitting down and writing a prayer um, and I, I destroyed it immediately after writing it because I was like, I will be in trouble for this. <laughs> if anyone anyone else reads this, they will be very concerned for my well-being, as as they should have been. Um, it was very raw, unfiltered, and basically told him, um, you know, that I don't think he's enough. I told him the sin I enjoy and how useful it is, which was actually like very profound looking back. <laughs> I wasn't trying to trying to like dig anything up but I you know I essentially was telling him without this I'm afraid of what I'm gonna feel mm-hmm. I actually need this to survive um I need this comfort 
I need this numbing so that I can make it. And really, it was really kind of the depths of my heart saying, like, I'm trying to do my best and you're not helping. And mm. this this is helping. Um, so do you want to do something about that or not? Because I haven't been impressed is really where I was at. So I laid it all out, like all of it. Oftentimes, I feel like, you know, we confess sin or talk about sin, like just as a behavior. Mm. And really, it was more like, this is the state of my heart and this is helping like sin is helping prop me up and helping mm-hmm. me survive. So, you know, I essentially told him, if you want to do better than sin can do for me, I want you to. And I have a very low expectation that you're actually capable of that and real enough for that. Um, but I'm coming to you and I kind of had this understanding that this was my only part. So, I, you know, I came very honest and very open, um, but very like unwilling to play a religious game. You know, I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know what, I don't even know what I'm expecting of you or asking of you, but it would have to be something radical because I don't feel like anything can, I don't feel like anyone can save me for myself at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, do your best, you know, and kind of told him um, I'm not, I'm I'm not a lukewarm person. That's just kind of my personality. And so I kind of said, like, I I understand if I'm too much. Um, but you said to be honest, you said to seek with your whole heart. So I'm genuinely coming and seeking with my entire whole heart. Um, and I did that for a season. This was not a one-time prayer. Mm. It wasn't really a long season, but it was an adamant one. Um, it was like it was a lot of you said's. Mm-hmm. I was like, you said you wouldn't leave or forsake us. I'm like, I think you left us for heaven. Cause this is not, this is not, I don't know what it's supposed to look like, but this is no different than the world around me. Um, I might be worse off than the world around me. They seem <laughs> to be doing a little better than I am. Um, so that's kind of where it was at and just putting it all on him to be God. And that's so I bring that up because that's kind of how it started for me. And it was so important that it started that way. Um, And again, it was just a desperate cry for help is really all it was. But it was really raw and unfiltered. And like I said, I knew enough about David and other parts of the Bible to know that I have permission to do this. And even if I didn't, like there were some things I said to him that I was like, ooh, I don't. I don't know if I was allowed to say that to God. <laughs> God. And it was like, but this is, this is the truth. Like this, I'm not hiding anything from you. I know I can't. If I don't say it, it's not like you don't know it. It's not like you, right, if, if right. you really are who you say you are. So I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just have a level conversation, God. This is what it is. What are you going to do about it? And kind of said, you know, if you are not capable of coming through or if you're, not enough for me specifically, no disrespect, but then I will opt out because I have I have a good life to live. There's adventure and hope and exciting things waiting for me, not knowing that I'm referencing Jesus himself, but <laughs> but I'm saying like that I I feel inside that there's so much good and I'm just gonna go go have a great life if you if you can't like kind of with or without you. Um was where I was at. So anyway, that's how I approached prayer. Um, that was my heart posture. It was very raw. There was definitely not a a how-to. It was just a outpouring of my heart and putting putting the weight on him to do something or not. Yeah. 
So tell me more, how did, um, how did God meet you in that? And how has that shaped like your posture towards prayer today and how you approach him? Yeah. So it did not come, um, which I think this is important. Sometimes, you know, hear a lot of people say like, oh, like God talks to other people, but not to me, or he hasn't come through for me. And sometimes you can tell like, I don't know what the expectation was. If you were expecting an audible voice from the sky, like that totally could happen, but often it's different. Yeah. Um, And to me, that's where it's like seeking with your whole heart um, and letting go of your expectations and saying, and really, like I would say all the time, I'm like, if your sheep know your voice, I don't have to make this up or try to force it. You just know how to reach me. So I'm going to stay open to you reaching me however you choose to. So I would say like there was not like a booming voice, but there was encounter that started to happen, which I had never had before. Well, I had, I just wasn't aware when I was much younger. Um, for example, like I, I would say these prayers and stuff, and then there was a church I would go to, and then I would just find myself like, everything's fine. I'm not feeling anything deep internally or anything. And I would just close my eyes and all of a sudden just be like weeping, like mm-hmm. full on ugly crying mm-hmm. and like get off the floor. Like I'm, and I'm like embarrassed, you know, like I'm like, I hope no one's looking. Yeah. Like I hope I, yeah. like I don't even know what's happening. Almost out of body experience where I'm watching myself like sobbing on the floor, like, oh my gosh, get up. Like what is wrong with you? What is <laughs> happening? And I'd get up like a hundred pounds lighter, you know, like I'd feel so much lighter. And it was just love. It was just the love of God showing up so, so strong. And I would just feel pain falling. Like it just was like diminishing and I would feel so light and free. So that started to happen and would continue to happen. Um, So that for me, that's how it looked. Um, Like I said, it wasn't actually a voice or anything like that. But it did start to be like these experiences where I'm like, I know that I know that that was God because no one and nothing else could have like done that to me, emptied me out and filled me up like that. Yeah. I know you've mentioned a few times, like times where it's like you didn't have a feeling or you didn't feel a lot stirring within. And I know for a lot of us, like in our normal day to day, we're not like feeling necessarily big emotion towards God or any big thing happening how have you found in your like day-to-day life um, ways to like stay open to God or keep your perspective um, towards him and grow in your awareness of him when there aren't you know big feelings happening yeah yeah. I think I struggled with that a lot early on I actually um like if you know me now it's kind of funny but I really really struggled with the idea that God that I can't hear God um that he does not talk to me um and it was very feelings based it was very like if I don't have a chill down my spine if I don't have mm-hmm. warm fuzzies like I'm by myself or and a lot of it was you know I'm missing it And I think just over time, gradually, I learned there were certain truths, like very simple truths that I would just say, you know, that, you know, with some community, like a couple of close friends, you know, where I'd be like, oh, God isn't talking or I want to have him throughout my day, but he doesn't want to have me. That's how it feels. Mm. Or I'm just too normal. I'm not spiritual enough. Like, (laughs) like what, whatever the case may be. And Simple things like the, you know, one of the most life changing, just simple truths is just like, you said you'd never leave or forsake me, mm-hmm. and I believe it. 
And it's so crazy what happens, what shifts, even just for like a small amount of peace. Again, not even like, oh, and then I heard a booming voice because, you know, mm-hmm. but but it was like, no, this is the truth, no matter how I feel, because it's not about how I feel, it's faith. And sometimes you're going to feel a lot and other times you won't. And that that doesn't dictate when the truth is real and when it's not. So I would have certain things like that that I would say, like, I'm like, Sometimes I would put it in the posture of thankfulness um, mm. and it didn't even feel like it. Like, it, you know, I remember I have a couple of close friends that's like, you don't have to feel thankful. You just have to be thankful. Mm. Thank him for his presence when you don't feel it. You know, so I'd say things like, thank you for choosing to forever not leave or forsake me, even though I feel alone. I feel mm. alone. Thank you that I'm not alone. I'm never alone. And, you know, and that that's a powerful shift. It protects you. Um, It kind of helps you when you're waiting sometimes. Um, So I don't know if that helps, but that's an example. Yeah. Yeah. That's a powerful way to like use this, the truths of scripture um, to pull us beyond, you know, what we feel into the truth of God and knowing that he's there, even if we don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So I know one thing that we've talked about is um, another struggle that can sometimes happen in prayer is just simply not having the words to come to God. We might want to pray or want to come to Him, um, but we just don't have the words to express it. What have you found is helpful um, when you haven't had words to pray and connect with God? Yeah. Um, Well, up front, I will say ideally, well, I say ideally as in like the most helpful for me would be starting with the truth of just um, thank you, God, for knowing me. Like, thank you that you know me better than I know myself. Just even acknowledging, like, you know what I have to say when I'm struggling to say it. Um, I'm not fighting to be known by you. I'm fighting to, like, feel known by you, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He's he's already here. Um, My correct words or my my um, clear expression of what I'm feeling does not make me closer to God. And I know that sounds very like, no, it does because I feel closer to God. Like, yes, and that's wonderful, but it's not dependent on you. He's already with you. Mm. And it's just our awareness that changes. And obviously our awareness is important, but I feel like the security I have in knowing like, no matter how well I'm doing, (laughs) no matter how I feel, I have an unbroken union with God because mm-hmm. of Jesus. And that is very helpful um, in terms of practically when it's almost like that that burden feeling when you're like, I have something to get off my chest. I have to for me. And it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think about a year ago or so, I, I don't remember even what the situation was. Um, I was in the car with my son, who I think he was about three at the time. And I remember telling God, like, I was really struggling with something, like, just processing something in life. And I remember telling him, like, I want to demonstrate to my son, like, how to be human, like, how to Mm. deal with life with you. And I don't even have words. Like, I'm just heavy. (laughs) I'm just overwhelmed. Yeah. And I remember very clearly hearing the Holy Spirit say, just scream for help. Mm. He understands that. And so I'm, I'm driving in the car and I just start going like help 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 god help and and it was so funny and levi in the back seat goes it was just like so funny he goes 
he was really into rescue teams, you know, fire trucks and policemen and stuff. And he goes, yeah, Jesus is like a rescue team. He's coming. Aww. Like, it was just so sweet that it was like, it was enough. Like, he understood. And um, But something that simple where it's like, you don't have to have the correct expression. But when you're almost trying to, like, pop yourself open, like, break yeah. yourself open before God. And you're like, I need help. Um yeah, that sounds hilarious. But I'm like, yep, screaming helps. <laughs> Scream help. Um, just say, I need help. I don't have the words. Almost like with a friend, I feel like once once you start going, things can kind of mm-hmm. just start to unravel. So even if it's just starting with where you're at, um, help God. I I don't know what to say, but you know what I'm feeling. I don't know how to express the depths of my overwhelm or my anxiety or the the weight I'm feeling, but thank you for already understanding it. You know, on a practical level, sometimes like binge journaling helps. <laughs> just like <laughs> unfiltered to just get all your thoughts out that to kind of like clear up space inside yourself um, when you need to like purge. That's helpful. Yeah. That reminds me... Um of this verse in Romans, um, I just pulled up Romans eight twenty six in the message, um, and it pretty much expresses what you were just saying. It says, meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's spirit is right alongside helping us along. If we don't know how or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs and our aching groans. Yes, that's great. Yeah. And it, it's interesting how it kind of leads to, again, like your belief about God or your belief about the purpose of prayer even. Like, is is the act of prayer what connects you to God solely? Or was it Jesus who connected to us and we get to um, recognize it and like participate in it, of course. But um, sometimes I feel like, you know, in Christianity, often there's this feeling of like, I need to maintain so much more than what I'm being asked to maintain, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like my my connection with God is very stable and secure because it's on his end. Mm. Yeah. It, it's not, you know, and I understand stewardship and you want to continue to, you know, do your part. But I think we take that so serious sometimes that we actually are some of the most anxiety ridden people <laughs> that it's like, oh, I have to pray because I have to connect. It's like, well, you get to enjoy praying because you are connected, mm. not because you get to connect, but because you are connected, you know, like like with a spouse or a friend, like you're connecting because you enjoy them and you love them, not because you're like not out of duty, mm-hmm. out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it reminds me, even as we've been beginning this series um, on Sundays here at Lakewood Vineyard and Matt talked about um, praying as you can and the posture of prayer and that when we come and just rest, it's like we're resting in trust. We're resting mm-hmm. in trust that we're already held. Mm-hmm. It's reorient reorienting our hearts towards God who's already come, who's there. So it's this posture of trust that we're resting yes. in Him. We're not making Him come to <laughs> us. Yeah. Right. It's like resting. Yeah. It's like as you go through life, life is hard, like Christian or not, you, life is hard. And But it is this like... So there's the the fight in life, you know, you're just kind of navigating through life, but it's like you can do it from connection with God instead of for connection. Mm. You know, I think often we allow those things in our minds to create separation that is actually an illusion. Like Jesus, Jesus destroyed the separation 
Um, He fully reached us. So therefore, we can rest in the security, no matter how we feel, that he is who he says he is, which is Emmanuel, God with us, does not change based on how you're doing, based on how you're feeling. It doesn't based on it doesn't change based on any mess you've made, and it can be a big one. Um, sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, and then you hear these radical stories of like, you know, murderers or like stories in the Bible where it's like just these insane things, and somehow we just accept like, yeah, and God forgave them and was with them, and it's right. like we, you know we're late for work and we can't like let it go, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, um, but I think that's really, really key for me is remembering like, no matter what though, it was a high price paid. Jesus mm-hmm. paid a high, high expensive, not cheap price for my security in him. He took care of it. So I get to rest and go through life and face some battles from connection with him not for it. It's not make or break um, for connection with him, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Thank you so much for sharing just so much of your heart and your journey and just that simple encouragement of just the posture we can take before God and the reminder that he is, he is here and we can turn, turn towards him. Um, So thank you so much for for being with us today. Um, is there any like final thought that you want to share about prayer before we, before we close? Um, I think my only other thought is just that you never arrive. Um, especially in our like very achievement driven culture. It's good to remember that it's like, this is a a practice and an enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And there's, we talked about this at group where it's like, there's no experts. Yeah. (laughs) There's really no experts. So there's no pressure to, figure this out um it's more just something to enjoy like you enjoy a friend yeah and it evolves and grows and blossoms you know throughout the course of our life Mm -hmm. I love that because it's it's a real relationship a living Mm -hmm. relationship that's always always growing and forming and alive yeah that's awesome well thank you so much for taking time to be with us and Um, We will be back soon here on our Lakewood podcast with um, some more conversations about prayer. Have a great day.